Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Hi there, this is Jim, your Keys bartender, a Keys bartender. We did this before, didn't we? Um, I wanted to describe me as a Keys bartender, not as the Keys bartender, which that little preposition there means a lot, depending on someone's ego and shit like that. Well, it's Christmas week here in Keys, the Florida Keys, and in Key Largo, we got everything... uh, lit up and ready to go we're uh getting ready there's not the weather's typical of the florida keys we are i guess we're in the 60s 70s right now it's beautiful i'm getting ready for my surgery coming up on the 28th of this month to get a tumor removed from my parotid gland and it has been a journey if you've are an avid listener, you'll understand I had 10 different dates, actually 11 different dates, and yeah, it's a whole bunch of things, COVID got, uh, got canceled over COVID, and then um, the, the the original doctor had a medical emergency, I'm not that uh, hyper-narcissistic, I'm slightly narcissistic, I think, that I think it's all about me, I realize a lot of these reschedulings are due with COVID, but some of them haven't been. Some have just been scheduling that snafus, snafus, not on my part. So uh, I'm less than a week away. It'll be five, six days from now. Uh, I'll be having my surgery, and uh, everyone's saying, yeah, you're probably not going to be doing any podcasting that day. Well, I'm going to try my best. I'm going to bring my phone with me and my headset so I can record me coming out. If I'm going to struggle to do that, uh, just to be real, so you can hear me. It'll be sound like uh, that YouTube video, David After Dentist. If I can get to my phone, that would be awesome. I'll be able to uh, uh, play it on the show. I'll use it as a uh, sound effect. But it is Christmas. You can tell uh, there's a lot of people coming into town for considering the situation down here in South Florida with uh, COVID-19 and some people are getting frayed. Their nerves are getting really frayed. Uh, So it was a really interesting situation last night. We had a um, a crowded bar. Let's imagine a crowded bar in Key Largo. Christmas week. Coming up, the week before Christmas. I mean, you know, Christmas is on Friday. I think it's Friday. Christmas is on Friday. And it's Monday night. And it's about 
an hour and a half before closing, maybe an hour and 15 minutes. I'm standing at the end of the bar, away from where the action is taking place, and the one of the, the uh, my co-workers is standing a little closer to the kitchen area, which is right at the end of the bar, and at the opposite end of the bar, a noise comes up. Real, I'm going to try to recreate it, but just imagine the magnitude going up. It just fills the room. It is, get your fucking mask on, and it was huge, what I heard, and my co-worker heard this loud male voice coming, screaming, get your fucking mask on, and they looked right at me. I looked over, I seen these two men coming in, and they may have taken their mask off too early for someone's liking, but it wasn't me that said that. Because as I looked at the little corner, I'd seen someone's red face, looked very angry, get up, and uh, was uh, leaving with his partner. So someone got really angry, yelling at these two, two after speaking with them, very, two very nice guys. And uh, I, was, I was shocked. But the funniest reaction was my co-worker looking at me, co-worker manager, uh, uh, was looking at me, and she... She was uh, accusatory and goes, what, 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 what just happened? And I go, she's looking at me like, I said, do you think I fucking said that? And I was, so this just happened. These guys are in shock. The guy's leaving who uh, just yelled. And my coworker's looking at me saying like, oh, wow, why'd you say that? And I'm like, you fucking think I talked to a customer like that? Out of the blue, I'm like, I've lost it sometimes, but I've never lost it like that, uh, especially since I'm not drinking anymore. And yes, it's one year, the one year anniversary, December 19th of me not having a drink, but I'm not saying it. I mean, I still get angry and shit like that. And sometimes people think I'm moodier since I don't drink. But uh, I know, I got mean when I was drinking uh, my brown liquor, bourbon. So I had to go. We made nice to the two guys that were coming in. They were uh, men a little, slightly older than me. And they took it all in good, uh, you know, they had good sentiments about it. They realized, they, they, they were like, they didn't, they realized the restaurant didn't have anything to do with that that you can't control your customers. And they actually kind of knew the guy. And we knew the two men, two men that were yelled at or castigated by one of our fellow patrons, um, was uh, were friends of a regular of ours. And it was very interesting. And But the, out of all that, the funniest thing was just thinking, wow, my coworker thought I would actually yell, and this filled the bar area. We were this a crowded bar, and all you heard was that voice. And on the night before, I'll tell you another story. It's Sunday night. There's two couples left in the bar: a couple from Dallas, and another couple. I forget where they're from, but it's about a half hour after we close. They're hanging out, having a drink uh, with. Uh, with each other and they're talking to me and all of a sudden they see uh, right in front of our restaurant there's a bike path 
And if you're familiar with the Florida Keys, let me set the tone for you. There's two main roads, two lane highways in this part of Key Largo, two going, two lanes going north and two going south. Uh, we're on the northbound side or the ocean side of Route 1. And there's a bike path around seven feet in from the road. And around it's dark, it's 9.30, and there's a group of 10 people running in unison, hold, each holding a post for uh, holding one of those red, big red and white tents, awnings. And it took me about three seconds to realize that's the awning from about a block and a half down from us on Route 1 from the local produce stand. And I started putting two and two together. I said, well, there's a lot of visitors in town. And this is what I came to the conclusion. I see eight people running, holding posts, running in unison down the street, kind of laughing. And there's two people underneath the tent just recording it with their phones. And what I saw was 10 drunk people running with a tent down there in perfect unison, let's say, perfect unison, as a prank. You know, stupid white people shit. You know, that's what I call it. You know, hey, we're drunk. Let's steal a tent and run down and move it. We thought it was, I thought it was a prank. So I told the friend of mine, the owner at the restaurant, that I was going to chase him down the street. And uh, one of the people that were hanging at the bar just uh, decided to, this guy just, decided to come along and give me a little backup. And I go, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you doing with that tent? Blah, 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 blah. And they're just ignoring me for some reason, just going to merry way. So they were a half a block down, so I start running. And as I look, as I'm chasing them, I start saying, wow, these people kind of look familiar. And then I can up to the area that they're running to, and there's already another tent, and there's lights, and there's a production going on. Well, these people don't look like they're stealing a tent or anything like that. They think like it looks like they're resetting up, and it looks like they're setting up the produce stand there. That's when I put two and two together. This wasn't a stupid white people prank. It was a bunch of Mexicans who run the um, fruit stand or produce stand. They were moving the stand at night so as not to interrupt their business. Now, obviously, there's going to be people that in the neighborhood, the people that go there, they're going to, people are going to show up and they're going to say, hey, there's no fruit stand there the next day. And because the landlord, probably they had a disagreement with the landlord, they probably don't have a new sign that says we're three blocks down or four blocks down, the other, you know, further south. And, uh, yeah, so I almost chased down. I thought I was breaking up a big tent heist going on in Key Largo but I wish I had recorded it would really matter of fact I probably can get the video from them I wonder if I can ask uh, that's what I'm going to do today I have a couple errands I have to run let's see am I still recording it I have a couple errands I have to run I hope I can uh, get this done so that was the eventful stuff at the bar Uh, there was a lot of nice people in this week we had a I made some new friends. Uh, This woman that owns a bar down at uh, mile marker 69. I'm going to probably approach her about doing a podcast with her 
boyfriend or husband. Uh, oh, I forget the boyfriend. Her name is D. And she, I know she's a fan of Seinfeld. Oh, no, The Office. She's probably, if you're signed in Office, probably a fan of Seinfeld. But she's a fan of, fan of The Office and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So when I hear D, I think Sweet D. And she's a beautiful lady. And then I had another couple come in last night. It was Dan and Elizabeth, who live right around the corner. I love meeting people, local not over visitor. I love visitors and things like that. But when a nice group comes in and you, you just click with certain customers and people that are listening who are in the business, uh, restaurant business, I'm sure it works at any place where you get regular customers coming in. When Whenever you hit it off with someone, you certainly hope that they come back again. And then I have my other regular, Sherry and Rob and, and things like that. I'm not going to say the name of the person that did the yelling i think they're going to probably repair it you know repair their relationship with us the one that said put your fucking mask on but you know uh, a lot of people's have been frayed with covid19 and i noticed that uh a lot of people are coming back so we also have the snowbirds coming in uh, my friends uh steve and uh, brother greg they're from the adirondacks in new york they come down for a couple months uh they're they're fun guys, and so now we have uh, the the couple Dan and Elizabeth. We hope to see them again soon. Robin Sherry, uh, Sweet D, and her and her boyfriend. So uh, yeah, just all we need. We're we're not a very big place to catch restaurant, but we're very pop, we're we're a popular place in Key Largo. We have our locals crowd, and then we also get the tourists to come in because the other places. We, we Our place has a little character in it. And I think we have character from the people that work there. And, uh, you know, I know that doesn't... You cannot control... Think of the nicest restaurants there are out there. You cannot control what the patrons do sometimes. You, if they go and do something, you can only respond after the fact. So that when, when that first comment was made, that comment, the only comment that was made, it was over. So, uh, that was successful. I wish it wasn't said at all. And I explained it, gentlemen, even though I believe that if, you know, there is a mask, uh, they ask people when they go into closed places in, in, in Monroe County, especially private businesses, uh, to please wear a mask. And we realize restaurants aren't, uh, because of our governor, we're not able to, there's no fines for people not wearing masks, but a business can require people to wear a mask in order for them to conduct business, which that's what people don't understand. They say, I have the freedom. Yes, you have the freedom outside, but when you go into a private business, I'll explain this to them once, when, if they require a mask, even if there was no COVID, remember, no shoes, no shirt, no service. You can do that because it's not discriminatory as long as you're not discriminating against someone for, on a base um, uh, on race or lifestyle or religion. And I'm sure there's other ones. But as long as you're not discriminating on that, you just say, hey, listen, we have these basic requirements. And right now we call them hygiene requirements. Now, you don't necessarily agree with that but that's the business owner's 
prerogative. And your prerogative is you can go someplace else that doesn't require it. But remember, when they, when a business that decides the, to believe that they, you don't need masks to protect your customers, they may not believe that you need to wash your hands or refrigerate properly or heat the food up to the proper temperature. So if someone disallows one hygiene, hygienic procedure, maybe washing hands after you use the bathroom, or maybe not having poultry separate or shellfish, you know, think about that. If the place doesn't really care about the customers or about their employees, how certain are you when you have a shellfish allergy that the fried food isn't fried in oil that was used to fry shellfish, shellfish, or there's a you have a nut allergy, or anything like that, or the hygiene principles, right? Because one preference to avoid a hygienic principle can uh, create the evidentiary, you know, a rational thought that. If they don't follow one rule, they will probably not likely follow another. So people that are concerned about wiping down tables and things like that will be concerned about the other things in the kitchen. There you go. That's something for you to think about. If you think, well, I like going to this place because they don't worry about the mask. They don't worry about working to wiping the tables down. I haven't seen that guy wash their hands ever. Well, there you go. You should be doing pretty well. You're probably thinking in your head, well, as long as they get exposed to as much germs, I'll be okay. You know, you could probably end up, I could probably, you think in your head, I could probably end up surviving one of those Russian poisoning, political poisoning attempts. Well, let's see how long that lasts. Well, we do have a busy week coming up here. Uh, Today, I had a, a new piece of furniture delivered. We had ordered a couple months ago, like three, four months ago. We finally got the chair back. Yep. COVID-19, stuff like that. We were getting a new uh, living room set because they, you, you ever see those couches when they start getting sagging, you think, how long are you going to be able to hold on to this sucker? That couch. How uncomfortable can you let your couch become before you need to get another one? And for me, I think this I'm 57 years old. This is the second couch I bought. But then again, I always was like second-hand person. I know. How can you do that, Jim? I wasn't second-hand for my bed, though. I always, that's the one, well, I've done it maybe one or two times. But almost every time I needed a new bed, I got a brand new bed. Because, you know, think about it. You have... You know, how much time do you spend in your bed? Now, I, I struggle to get my seven hours. Now, sometimes it takes about nine hours for me to get seven hours, meaning that I get up and I pee, and then it takes me a while to go back to sleep. Today, I got seven hours. I feel great. I'm gonna, if I could do the same again tomorrow in a couple of days, I'll be right and ready for that surgery on Monday. So I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I have some cooking to do for my family on Christmas. I just bought a big-ass prime rib where I got in the fridge, and I got five different recommendations from people on which way to cook it, and 
I am ready. I think I'm ready. Are you ready for Christmas? I don't know. I mean, or Hanukkah, whatever. I have most of the, the things I need to purchase. I needed to purchase. I knew I had to get some some other stuff, perhaps. And I have uh, some things to do for my surgery, and that's about it. I'm going to take a brief break right now. That's just in case we can do a... Uh, I can insert a commercial. I'm going to try to do that at 20 around 20 minutes or whatever I can do it. But I'm going to take a little break and I'll be right back. Thank you. Hi, we're back. And uh, I think this one of the first times I'm able to do that in a show and be able to follow this train of thought. I don't know if it's the stress of worrying about the surgery or things like that, but I've been having a hard time following what I did. And you would, if you go back to one of my episodes, one of, not one of the lost episodes, because the lost episodes are from um, months ago and things like that, but the, I think it was episode 358 or 357, and this is episode 359, I think, that I would start a subject. I, I was uh, one time, uh, uh, one of the topics I talked about, I started mentioning one of the f- friends of mine and friends of the show, Ted originally from New Jersey who listens to shows regularly and I was I started talking to him I was following him I was mentioning something about him and then it lit on to another or reminded me of another subject and it took me away to mention what I wanted to say about Ted and Ted said he listens to the show all the time and about six months ago or maybe no it wasn't six months ago because yeah it could have been six months ago when we just got back from uh, COVID um shut down. Ted mentioned while listening to podcasts, he says, wow, I have a really pro- uh, big problem with the audio. It's real low and it's all on all the episodes. And I said, really? I think it may be a setting on your app because I understand I've done shows and don't get me wrong, I make a lot of mistakes. I'm not poo-pooing the idea that I made, made a mistake and screwed up the audio because I could do that really easy. But there's a possibility that you set the sound. Uh, uh, it, it's just locked in on that on that podcast or you know one of your preferences. Because if I, I showed them on you know for just pick one episode, not show them on Spotify or show them on iTunes or Google, this is what it sounds like. So that's what I always think. So getting back to that, I had several things, and this is I am not. Uh, necessarily the most technical person involved but I do try to work things out and I have been doing a podcast for almost it's going on it'll be in next month I'll be in my fourth year or April will be my fifth year April 14th or 7th and I I think I've done pretty good and prior to right before we did the lockdown I purchased my first real smart TV and I started linking it up to my home automation it took quite a while because you know not all of them jive well and it, I, I may have you know when they say what series is it and things like that and you have to get the latest series or sort of the year before it it doesn't link up as well and you got a Samsung and you're trying to link up to Alexa and shit like that but eventually you know, if you do the right thing, you download the right app and stuff like that, everything works without bringing anybody 
else in. And I, I do have it working. But the one thing, there was a package, a package, an application for streaming service. I'm not, I don't want to do an advertisement for them online, but my service provider, a big company with three letters in its name, they, I could not, I wasn't getting a confirmation email and in order to download the application for the streaming service that's included in my package I had to hit the acknowledgement on the email and I haven't I had to call them and say listen I'm not getting any emails from you but I mean I'm getting emails from the satellite provider who I purchase through you um, even more if you don't know who I'm talking about but it doesn't really matter it's not pertinent to the thing I get the associated company, the sub company, they send me emails to my email account. You're the only guys that don't send it to me. The primary. I don't get any emails from you. And they said, well, we, we go over. I'm talking. I talked to the first associate. And um, they were from. It sounded like they had a slight accent, but I'm not. Listen, I don't weigh one person from the other. I don't care if they're stateside or in India. Like I said, you're just doing your job. Accept it. So that person, they looked at it and they said, Oh, I'm going to send you an email. And I said, I didn't get an email. And they said, oh, I'm going to send you one. I said, Well, you should. And they go, What device are you using? What's this? And I told them, Listen, I'm trying all my devices. And I checked the email. I did a search. I know how to do a search. I know how to check spam folders. I know. I, I, I realize when you have a, a person that's significantly younger than me, their perception is, well, this person, that's me, doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. You know? The first time I've been using email for over, Christ, 20 years. I do know about preferences. I know about blocking things and stuff like that. I look to see if I had a block on it. I'm going to see if they set them up in spam. I know how to do a search for content. And I put different searches in there and nothing came up. So, they read back the email and they say, oh, that's the email we have and stuff like that. We do the alphanumeric thing, you know, alpha, bravo, you know, J is in, oh, whatever J is. Jupiter. Is Jupiter J? Whatever. And, you know, when you call out the email address, you say uh, A is in Alpha and, and B is in Bravo. C is in, oh, God. It's a bitch. Like I said, it's a bitch getting old. So we go over the email address with the first person. So they send me to the second person. The second person comes up. They do the same thing. And they we go through the email address. And I go, well... It sounds like you have it. I make them sound it because, you know, my my last name's in it. So I didn't know if it was an N or an M. M. So I go Nancy or Michael, right? Because it's Nancy. And said, the name's going to match my name on the, you know, the application for this particular email. So we do that. Now, this is an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. So then they send me to, they said, listen, we're going to get you someone from technical services. Technical services. Well, this is not, this is more clerical. So I have to wait 10 minutes. And 
I have a little revelation to say. When it comes to technology, if things aren't working well, I get very, very uh, frustrated, like a child. And I start flipping out. I flip out. So I have to calm down. So I'm not flipping out. I am not flipping out. I'm getting better. I'm getting mellower as I get older and stuff like that. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm not getting sarcastic because I realize when they say it's sarcastic. So I wait 10, 12 minutes. And it's approaching two hours. And I get the person from technical and they talk to them. And we go on a minute or two talking the name. And they go, oh, I see the problem. I see the prop. So what's the prop? It's, well, at the end of your email address, it says dot .com, dot .com. There's two dot .coms. And he said, well, that would be wrong, wouldn't it? And they didn't detect, oh, thank God, they didn't detect the sarcasm. I don't think they detected the sarcasm. I said, thank you for spotting that. And then they said, well, I'll send you an email right now. And they sent me an email. Boom, boom, comes up. Yeah, two hours two hours. Now, if they said .com, now, they, they were looking at, I guess everyone was looking at address and they just, it's one of those things. Two different people and all these representatives I've talked to, when they were co- confirming, they confirmed the .com, .com. Now, I can't swear that I didn't accidentally make a .com, .com or one of their representatives did. But it really didn't ma- matter. At this point, it's fixed. And once they fixed that, and I reapplied for downloading the application onto my smart TV, what do you know? The email comes in. I hit confirmation, and it pops up. Not too bad. It took about two weeks. Yeah. One of those things. New technology. New technology. I, mean, I have... It's a, it's a new technology, but it's an old problem. Right? Clerical area. Uh, uh, cler- clerical error. Just like that. So, we've gotten that accomplished. That was, one, that was the last thing of the day. Because I had tackled two other things. And I'm trying to recall. The first one was my screen door. The inside lock. Uh, the screen door has made it through Hurricane Irma, where roofs were ripped off and, and trees were brought down. Stuff. The screen door is still fine. And it's probably like 15, 16 years old, maybe at least that. And, you know, the metal's kind of faded. And metal gets fatigue on it, especially aluminum. Aluminum gets f- fatigue from just weathering. So the door was sticking and not staying closed right where the latch was and it was going to be a pain in the ass so I move one of the part of the mechanism of the screen door in and it started sticking and I had just taken care of some other task which I momentarily forgot and I was feeling quite confident myself oh I was doing my smart I was hooking up my smart plugs I just linked it all together right it was the day before I was fixing it. On Sunday morning, I'm fixing it. Yeah, Sunday morning, I'm fixing it. And I just accomplished this home automation success. And I was quite proud of myself. And I come up to the door. And it's about 10 minutes before I go to work. And the door jammed again, the screen door. And I just yanked on it, yanked on it, yanked. And all of a sudden, fucking the whole mechanism inside the door just shattered. 
just broke apart the metal. Listen, I wasn't proud of myself. I wasn't. I wasn't proud of myself. It's just a, it was another noise. It was like, oh, this is oh great, another Sunday morning thing. So I had gone to the hardware store and. I, we have a great hardware store and it's literally a block and a half away. I'm in a small town and I'm in one of the best small hardware stores I've ever been to because I was there. Two guys came up and helped me and pointed out the thing I needed. I just needed what mechanism I needed for the lock and blah, 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 blah. And they hooked me up and I was back home and don't you know, within six minutes, the door is right as rain. Yes. It looks like, oh shit, man, this guy, it looks like I could be one of those guys doing a YouTube thing. Oh, don't worry about it. Just take this part off, blah, 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 and do this. Take this handle off, and here's your door. You have a new uh, you have a new lock on your door. Yeah, it, it literally took me about 30 seconds to put um, those uh, screws in. So I had all that stuff accomplished, and, the, and, and then I had the major, uh, my service carrier, I had the that addressed and I have the surgery and now I'm working on getting my doctor to uh, I hope can get the uh, surgical clearance for me because for some reason I got a call from my the surgical, surgical coordinator for the surgeon they said oh the verbiage on the letter that you uh, you sent and I said I didn't send it to you the uh, doctor's office said, well, it didn't specifically clear you for surgery. It didn't say it's clear for surgery. It just said a little bunch of things, and it didn't say, you know, with all the tests we take, James Haran is, is clear for surgery. It didn't say that. So I, I had to contact the doctor. Oh, I think I may have gotten an email for that. But it looks like I might have it now. And I was... Uh, dealing with someone else and I thought that was interesting this is same this is before I go to work talking about frustration they said listen we got to get your payment and it was for part of the medical procedure I have to do and they sent me an email and I'm thinking oh it's going to be a portal and I can put my payment information in well, what they sent me was a PDF file now we talked about I don't know if I mentioned I got a CD for a gift and I do not have a CD player anymore I have not I have eschewed buying since I was when I was a young lad I wasn't you know, I listened to the radio and stuff like that but I wasn't big into buying records I didn't have a turntable my sister had a turntable and all that stuff but I, I didn't have a turntable so I went right into the cassette tape because I didn't really worry about sound quality and stuff like that. So I just made cassette tapes when they became available. Cassettes. Because you could be 30 minutes, they had 60 minutes, they had 90 minutes. Oh, man. And you could put them on and say, I thought that was the greatest thing in the world. Uh, but when CDs came around, I mean, if I had a CD player in my car, I got a couple of those and stuff like that. I never really got into purchasing or accumulating CDs. I didn't want to have them. I did buy a lot of books, but CDs, that's not one of them. So I never, I've had a couple, you know, these music uh, boom boxes with have CD players on it, but I never, I had a couple of them. And as a matter of fact, the girls, a couple girls made me mixtapes and stuff like that. It was always a tape. And I guess I missed the mix CD thing. 
where someone made a CD for me. I think people, well, now they are. I guess this is a meditation CD. It's a, I guess that meditation thing was made in someone's, and they made a meditation. So that's a, a wonder. I wonder if they're sending me a subliminal message. You know what? They, while I'm talking about it, I'm thinking, wow, I, I got to listen to CD. You don't know what's on it. Better listen to it privately. No, I'm sure they wouldn't do it because then I could play in front of my wife and they probably wouldn't. I would get in a lot of trouble and the person that gave it to me would get in a lot of trouble. But I'll do that later. So today, I don't think I'm having a problem with the... I'm able to follow lines. I have my successes with technology. I might have that surgical clearance letter. Today, I have to go in to the hospital and do my... You you are listeners. You're aware that I I work when someone (laughs) someone says, oh, is this the only job you have when I'm bartending? I said, no, no, I work at a hospital. I said, what are you? I said, well, I'm an optic surgeon. No. I say I'm a spin instructor at a wellness center in a hospital. But I'm employed by a, a hospital. And I have to go in today at one o'clock and do they have a new system for CPR. They use an automated system. And you do it instead of bringing an instructor in, they have one that's set up with a laptop. I, I guess a laptop or some kind of workstation. And you do all the training is done remotely or yeah I follow this automated system and do it and once you get a once I get a passing grade I'm qualified for the next I think I had to do it every six months which I'm fine with that you know the, having a skill like uh, saving someone is great it's amazing though they've changed so many I think I've been taking the uh, for 12 years I've doing the formal training for uh, CPR. Had my first one done by the Red Cross. And now, uh, I guess someone not, then I have maybe another eight or ten certifications. And it changed. They changed the thing. It used to be uh, compressions. Compressions, we use both hands on the sternum or, it's, you know, on the on the on the chest, pushing down, and then you you uh, the the rescue breathing, but now they got rid of it's all compression right now. So, luckily, that's a good thing for someone like me who has a problem remembering things. And like I said, I don't think it has anything to do with Alzheimer's. I think when you have to remember a lot of things, and if you're not using them all the time, your short-term memory dumps it into uh, you know puts it way back in the queue in your brain and in line and then only the stuff you have to remember like I can remember drinks and things like that I mean but there are some drinks I don't remember and but CPR I could just I know when I do CPR I do I think of um, staying alive by the Bee Gees because that's a beat that you're supposed to use when you're doing ah, 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 stay alive, stay alive. I mean, not exactly in the same beat because the person that you're trying to save, you're not saying, hey, you know, if they come back and say, you got, I think you were a little bad on that staying alive. You missed the thing. I could tell by the way you use your walk. You're a woman's man. No time to talk. I think that, I, I, I may have just made up those words. But yeah, uh, I had that busy week. I have that tomorrow and then Wednesday I have my COVID test 
for my surgery. And I got to pass that COVID test. Once I pass that COVID test, I'm in the clear for Monday. I get that done. I mean, I've been practicing safe distancing principles, washing my hands, covering my face, and I hope that works out. But we're going to do several shows. I'm uh, Tomorrow, I have uh, a lot of free time, I think. I only have to do the COVID test. I probably have to do a couple things, uh, running errands for my family, do a little shopping. That's always fun, you know. And then I'm working Wednesday night. And if I have listeners in Key Largo, let's come in. Let's do our, uh, no, 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 wait. I'm not working tomorrow night. I think that may be it. But you can still come into Key Largo. If you don't see me and um, the bar after Monday, after Monday, or whenever I get my results back, for about 10 days to two weeks. That's a good sign. That means the operation went off and I won't have to talk about it anymore. Well, I'd like to thank everyone for listening. And if you are listening, please like us on Facebook. That's the Keys Bartender uh, page. Follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter, whatever you prefer. Uh, Share us with your friends. And this is what I like to ask. I don't do a lot of commercials. Eventually, I'm going to do commercials. The things that commercials are going to allow me to do once I, I get revenue, which I can do because I'm kind of lazy and, and you know I have it, a problem with self-worth and I'm thinking, oh, well, who the hell wants to invest in me? But I'm going to probably approach local people. Probably makes sense. Call the Keys Bartender. Why not promote locally? And we are a tourist destination. I'll do that. Probably go to tourism development council if they'll have me because of the explicit content maybe not <clears throat> but maybe I mean I'm sure the liquor companies they don't mind as much they shouldn't that'd be crazy oh we do we do sell liquor but we don't want you saying butt plug or vagina or tits right they have a problem with that no they shouldn't I'm not saying you shouldn't have a problem with that. You shouldn't be prudish an alcohol company. And maybe there's, I'm trying to think of something else, maybe like Adam and Eve sex shop, maybe a bed thing, because people, no matter what kind of, if you use explicit language, you have to buy beds too. So why not that? But the best Christmas present until I start getting the, uh, the sponsors, which I want to get my sponsors. And I'll do it in turn. I'll try to make, I'll, I'll try to make the, uh, advertising as entertaining as possible and then I'll reduce the amount of commercials mid-reel so if I don't have to do mid-reel you know those breaks sometimes when it got like 30 seconds of commercials I apologize for that but that's just increased the revenue and it pays It I, I still don't make enough money to really pay for what I pay in distribution but once I get sponsorship, I can do that. And then I can get a, a, a producer. And when I say producer, I need someone to edit, to someone listen to the sound, to someone handle the promotions, and things like that. Hopefully I can get some some young fellow or lady to, uh, or older, but that's adept to, to be able to do that. I am looking for that. 
and if you are interested in, in becoming a producer for the show it probably works best if you're local but then again you don't have to be uh, but what I was going to ask in that whole thing I was going around about and I remembered yes once again I remembered is that uh, try to get as many if you can pass it on to people I want to get as many listens as possible uh, the more listens I have the easier it is for me to approach a sponsor and I do believe that the more exposure the show gets, the more regular listeners we get. And I always push that thing. Share with your friends. Do that. And I'm not trying to hog anything. I'm just trying to do whatever I can do to increase the revenue right now is actually going to go into the quality. And eventually my goal is for 2021 with the vaccines out and stuff like that is to go back and do shows from the bar and have actually have entertainment and turn it into something and I, I will not make it I try will try not to make it boring there's a lot of interesting oh my god I got a fry myself there's a lot of interesting people down here trying to make it exciting and uh, if they're on the sh- if someone's on the show they got to play ball when I say play ball not be offended right that's the point of the thing. It's a bar. If you're easily offended, what the fuck are you doing in a bar? But listen, share it. That'll be the greatest Christmas present for me. If you can share it, send it to your friends. I'd like to say hi to everyone, even in the Russian Federation, in India, uh, what other countries, um, and, and throughout the United States. I love my listeners all across the United States, all across the world. Thank you. Um, and I will have some more episodes coming to you this week, uh, tomorrow. And Thursday, I have a, a really free day on Thursday. I'll probably, I'll probably have like five five episodes coming this week. And then, hopefully, if I get that surgery I've been looking for, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna probably be close to, probably make forty episodes. Who knows? Do two episodes a day, one episode a day, probably another fifteen episodes in ten to ten days in two weeks. And then we'll do our, we'll have a, I hope I'm healed enough where I'm able to do the New Year's show. You shouldn't spend your New Year's with us, but I'll do my New Year's production for 221. We'll do, we'll eventually have, <clears throat> it'll probably be a while, I'm going to get someone to do my, uh, I have the excerpts from Lania Trump's new book coming, uh, coming out, Be the Best, Be Best, Be Best. She doesn't, she's not really big into prepositions, so <clears throat> Be Best. Okay, now you be the best. Share that. Take care. And if you don't listen to an episode before Christmas, I have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy fourth or fifth day of Hanukkah. Uh, take care. God bless. And I'll talk to you later. Here we are signing off. <laughs>